Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Bagella, and I'm joined today for the first time on the podcast, Mike Berg. How's it going, Mike? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Good, good. I've been trying to get you on for a while. We actually did have you scheduled before, but you bailed. That's true. I can <laughs> attest to that. And I thought you were going to bail this time, too, when... Uh, you messaged me. No, I like to keep my friends, so. <laughs> no, not this time. I'm holding you to it. So I, along with all of our fans, thank you for skipping dinner with your parents to come do this. Anytime. I can get out of that anytime I want. <laughs> all right. Um, so, ever been on a podcast before? First time. First time? Yep. All right, cool. Well, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully we do a decent job. I've been slacking of late because I didn't release an episode last week. Well, I did, but I it was from two weeks ago because I didn't edit and upload the episode gotcha because my brother uh dylan who just got married congratulations dylan and anna and casey were on and when they have whenever i have three people on because i'm still i'm not that well versed in recording yet i had to use that other mic over there uh, but i also had to record it with a different system and then i had to edit it together and for some reason it didn't sync so it just took too long and i was too lazy but it's up now and we're back on track guys I, though i did miss my second week of missing the podcast this year which I still think is impressive. That is pretty impressive. But enough about me. <laughs> let's talk about what we're drinking. Yes, let's. Well, why don't you do the honors? Oh, I can't wait. I'm a big beer guy, so this is always fascinating to me. Batch 69, American IPA. Yep, it's by Frankenmuth Brewery, gold medal winning IPA highlighted by an intense aroma of fine American hops and assertive flavors of citrus, floral, and pine. Ironically... 6.9% ABV. <laughs> you know, I'm actually pissed at myself after I was driving home from the liquor store today because this is the 66th episode of the Split Six podcast. Oh, and why didn't I just wait, wait three more, three more episodes. fucking episodes? Yep. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, so sorry, listeners, but, you know, 69, 69. I should have done like a devil beer. Let's open these. All right. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, cheers. Cheers. Um, them being in my fridge that long did not cool them down that much. I'll tell you that. They are hoppy, though. They are hoppy. Do you like IPAs? I do. I love them. Me too. Not bad. Um, I'm trying to... I'm really bad at describing how beers taste. It's kind of like a two-hearted ale. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is, this is Mike's first time on the podcast. There's a running joke on this podcast that I <laughs> compare every beer to two-hearted, and it never fails. I would say it's like two-hearted, but a little rough around the edges. Yeah, <laughs> de definitely. Like two-hearted, rough around the edges, not not as fruity mm -hmm. as two-hearted. You know, I would say it's got an intense aroma that's assertive. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's <laughs> It hits you right in the nose, and then in the mouth, and then in the stomach. <laughs> And I believe I believe this is the first uh, Frankenmuth Brewery beer, as I look up on my shelf, that we've ah, done on this podcast. Have you been to the Frankenmuth Brewery? I have not. Have you? I have. It's great. It's a lot bigger than you'd think it would be, too. Is this like such a small city. Is this like their signature beer? No. it's Their signature beer is a German Hefeweizen beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it does explain the wiener dog on the cap. <laughs> what does that mean? It's German, like a dachshund. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, so okay. So dachshunds are um, German dogs. Yes. Uh, uh, as far uh, as I know, <laughs> our, our friend Amanda Walker's parents had had or have two dachshunds. I don't know. Man, it's been on the podcast. I freaking love dachshunds so much. God, I did not like those dogs. Sorry, Amanda. 
They had a cool name, though. One was named Kirby. I dug that. It's a great name for a dog. <laughs> well, guys, we got a lot to talk about. We still got a second before we get to this um, first drop. And I don't know why I'm trying to lead you there right now. But anyways, uh, Mike, what do you got planning coming up for this weekend? You're this free? weekend, I am taking a trip to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm. Nice. With, yes. With who? Uh, I'm going by myself, but I'm meeting up with old college roommates, and we are going to do a little mini golf trip. Oh, so you, it's that's two or three sick. courses. Yeah. We just booked our golf we trip, did. too. I'm excited to join because, guess what? Surprise, I bailed last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so. did join just in the nick of time. <laughs> All did. the fucking yeah. old fucks were bitching about it, mm-hmm. like like Father and fucking Larry. Yeah, can we? I'm for excited you to meet Larry? though. I'm excited to meet everybody. It should be a good time. Beer number one, sport. And there we have Melissa giving us the Mel drops, as like we like to call them, and we will have to talk about sports. So. It's been a while. It's been two weeks since the podcast, so a lot has passed. We're going to cover some stuff that mm-hmm. you guys have already probably heard, but you haven't heard at least my take on it or Mike's take, for the record. So let's start with talking about the biggest sporting event in the world, the World Cup. Yes, let's. Um, as far as the drama building up to the finals, I don't really know. I know Russia was overperforming, and mm-hmm. uh, some of the podcasts I listen to tend to think that in a couple of years we're going to find out that these players were doping. I agree with you there <laughs> completely. And I also think they were in an easy group to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, I mean, you could argue that them hosting the World Cup could have been rigged because FIFA's corrupt as fuck. Yep. Hashtag rigged. <laughs> uh, you know, whoever hosts the World Cup automatically gets in anyway. So, mm. and then they went to, what, they get to the quarterfinals? Or they yeah, get to, they got to the... Might have been the semis. No, okay. no this was the yeah. So semis. they got to the quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals, and they lost to Croatia, who is in the final. Croatia is in the final. Yes, maybe for the first time ever mm-hmm. against France. Against France, who I'm sure France has been there before. Oh yeah, France is one of the favorites, though. Yeah, yeah, I think they were predicted by everybody to beat whoever came out of the Croatia game today. Anyway, yeah, um, Croatia beat England in what? I didn't watch it, and I haven't watched a single World Cup game, to be honest, because they're always on when I'm working. Yeah, they're on when I'm working, too. I I have them streaming typically in the background, though, so I can catch most of the action. I should try to do that while driving. AirPods are a great (laughs) investment. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that game apparently was really intense. Mm -hmm. It came down to second... yeah, second so, extra time. So, yep. So England scored. I, I turned the game on seven minutes in, and England was already up one nothing. Um, then I had to take a break. Unfortunately, went to the bathroom. Croatia had tied the game when I came back, um, and then I was busy and I didn't get to watch extra time. But I heard they scored in the first half of extra time, and England uh, ran out of time. They won. Wow, England uh, hasn't been to the finals since I think nineteen sixty nine, I believe. And they're like one of the biggest soccer countries, you know. Sounds about right, yeah. And my question for England, I don't know if you know this, but um, it's not Great Britain. Right. Because Great Britain is England, Scotland, Wales, Wales and yep. Northern Ireland. Yep, it's a group. Oh, no, no, just that's just the, that's just the uh, three, actually. Great Britain's just England, Scotland, and Wales. Right. United Kingdom includes is, Northern Ireland. Yes. And England is just England. Ah, okay. So is that how it works there? Like, do Wales and do Scotland have a teams? I am not sure, to be honest, because th- I'm not sure if I've ever even seen any of those countries compete. 
Right. I don't. I, so I don't know grouped. either. They might be grouped together. Right. I wonder. I'm just wondering why they don't call themselves Great Britain. But hmm, that's right. a, that's a question for you guys to Google and write into us at split six podcast at gmail Not so great if you ask <laughs> me though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Belgium, I believe, was the favorite going in. Yeah, they were. Belgium was the favorite, and they ended up losing to. France. Yep, they lost to Fran- France in the other semifinal game, which I know nothing about. Eh, to be honest, I don't know anything about soccer or this World Cup. Mm-hmm. I've been not following it at all. It's Especially because okay. the USA is not in. Yeah. You know, makes me feel like I don't have to follow it because I'm not interested in it really. And I don't have to talk about it that much on my local podcast. <laughs> but France is the overwhelming favorite. So I'd say everyone go root for Croatia. Um... But, I mean, France is, you know, root yeah. for whoever. I don't give a shit. I mean, I've been rooting for the teams that have a country with great food. So, I mean, when it was, you know, England and Croatia today, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was rooting for Croatia just because I wanted to see a team in there uh, yeah. that has never been there before. But prior to that, I mean, when it was France and, and Belgium, I was like, do I like waffles more or do I like... <laughs> fries more <laughs> and that, the answer was waffles so i, I, I think so. both of those are in, inherently american foods to be and honest it's, it's an american thing to do too <laughs> because think, we don't know much about soccer as a country and i'm proving that point <laughs> you know if i always say if they want soccer to be good in america shorten the field lower the player limit make it make the fucking time system more comprehensible make soccer great again is what is what nick's trying to say yeah make soccer great again and you know what we we're americans we need stoppage time during the match we do well no we need it like during the house like it can't just be a straight half like that's not gonna air on tv we need advertisements you know we need out of bounds we need timeouts Mm -hmm. and we need those to stop the clock and fuck the stoppage time actually we need, yeah. we need commercial stoppage. Time. I won't lie, though. I do love the fact that you get to watch 45 minutes of straight soccer without a commercial. That is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that was cool until we got addicted <laughs> to our phones, and now you know we're going to have to check it that's, during it. That's a great point. I challenge you to watch 45 minutes of straight soccer without <laughs> looking at your phone. It's impossible. I challenge you to do anything like that's kind of just involves sitting without looking at your phone. It's tough to do. It's hard to drive 10 minutes without looking at your phone. Yeah. You're right, especially if it's vibrating like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do, man. It's we're, We live in a different time where, with probably some really bad and negative health effects that are going to uh, cripple us in the yep, future. It, they definitely will. <laughs> so there you have it. France is the favorite. Everyone's rooting for the underdog, I presume, unless you're French or like snails, not French fries. Mm, yes. Because we call them freedom fries now. That is true. Just yeah. kidding. We don't do that. It's <laughs> escargot. Is that the snails? I think so. Okay. Never tried them, but I totally would. Still yeah. rooting for Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to France? Haven't. I haven't been to Europe. Uh, me neither. One I day. I want to go. One day. If I go, though, it's going to be for the food. Italy is the first stop. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm honestly 100% sure Italy has the best food there. They have to. Especially for vegetarians because, you know, pasta can mm-hmm. be vegetarian. The way that it's portrayed easily. in movies, too. Just yep. makes you think they have the best food. Yeah, I wonder who has the worst food. I would probably. not be surprised if it's Croatia. It's probably Croatia. <laughs> I was I was actually looking up Croatian food the other day. I was every anytime a weird country makes it to the next mm. round in the World Cup, I look up fun facts about that country. So, um, I, Croatia, I think their their national food is like a fish stew. 
It's like a tomato broth fish Ugh, stew or something ew, like that. It looks gross. disgusting. They probably love it over there, um, but it's just something that's not my cup of tea. Would you rather eat fish stew or escargot? I would. I would probably try escargot simply because of the fact that it's got such a uh, cool. like a high price tag on it. Like it's yeah. something people like. If you eat escargot, you're you're a piece of gold. You know, like people <laughs> want to be you. <laughs> but if you but if you eat fish stew, you probably yeah, live on the streets. <laughs> exactly. You can't you can't go out in public and tell people that you have a fish stew at home in the crock pot and, and want to invite them over and feel confident about it. <laughs> Making up a fish too, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And just straight up put my pot into the water, caught a fish, and boiled it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> um, all right, so that's it. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Speaking of Croatia, I don't know if this is well timing, but I'm sure you've seen that Croatia meme that's been going around. Is it the one where they're they're kind of like border barriering off the other country? Yeah, yeah. And it's like these guys are trying to swim, but Croatia won't let them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have seen that. That's a great. That's a great. That meme, meme because of the timing, is going to go down in meme history. Which someone, if they already hasn't, should open a meme hall of fame. They should. It's not going to stop. No, no. <laughs> that's one thing that I don't see going away anytime soon. Okay. Well, um, there's something I really wanted to talk about last week, even though I didn't do an episode. Um, and I blame my brother Jeff for that because he said he was going to and he didn't. Also, Jeff, if you're listening, said that he was going to hang out with me or I would see him again in the entire seven days he was here after I last saw him. And all I got was one text saying, I'll text you later. Thanks, brother. <laughs> That's why <laughs> we call him the half brother. Am I going to be meeting Jeff on the golf trip? You will not. Wow. Is That's it? classic Jeff. Classic Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it was his first time home in two years. Saw him for my brother's wedding, the rehearsal, and one other day. So three days in a row I saw him, which was great, but... Wow. Come on. Come on. Anyways. Um, so, NBA free agency happened. Last time we heard... Last time we talked about this, me and Dylan, I believe, were speculating on where players were go, but they have landed, except for about two of them, I think. But, yeah. most importantly, LeBron James to Los Angeles. Yep. And I'm not talking the Clippers, Brian Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm talking the Lakers. The L.A. Lakers. Lakers are back, but are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say they need a couple more years. I'm no NBA expert by any means, but I just don't think they have a team that can support LeBron even the way that Cleveland could support him last year. Unless they get another couple few pieces, I just don't see it happening for another at least one year. Yeah, they're going to need Kawhi to go there. They do, and they're not getting him this year, I don't think. No, so. I mean, I think the Spurs would be silly to trade Kawhi there. I mean, maybe not silly, but like, you, what, what can L.A. offer you? Nah, not much, because they need the pieces that they have to continue to grow. And right. it's going to be interesting because the situation that Kawhi is in right now with San Antonio is such a toxic environment for him. He's not going to want to play well. I don't know what he's getting paid this year to stay in San Antonio. I can't imagine it being a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I just, if he can stick it out one more year, he can definitely land in LA next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm certain Kawhi will be there in 2000. What will that be? 19? 1920. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be there. Oh, no, it'll be 1819, right? No, this is oh, oh this wait. is eighteen nineteen twenty. This 19, is eighteen. Oh, you were completely right. Yeah. I was completely wrong. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, because he, he's he is he from L.A. He is from L.A. Yeah. So and he's always said that he wants to go there. Yeah. So 
we'll see him there. Is he straight out of Compton? He, he might be. <laughs> Ice that was cube. a bad joke. <laughs> Real bad. It's okay. I've had some terrible ones on this before. <laughs> some somewhere people don't even react, and I'm like, okay, that was a joke. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll see Kawhi there at least by then. So the question is, I mean, San Antonio has to trade this guy because they're going to lose him. Yeah, I think. At least. Yeah, yeah, they have to trade him. They got to get something for him too because he's definitely worth it when he's healthy. The worst or the last thing, the only thing San Antonio can do that might be smart is maybe hold on to him until the trade deadline and trade him to like someone who thinks they have a legit shot at taking down the Warriors, mm-hmm. which is going to be hard, and we'll get to that later. Yeah, but I don't know. Like the only so the teams that can beat the Warriors before they sign their other free agent, maybe the Rockets, maybe. Maybe a healthy uh, Boston. Yes, if they're completely healthy. I would agree that they have a shot. And I would say the other team in the East, if they can all mesh, is the Sixers. Yeah, I don't buy it. Um, they're I mean, still young. Yeah, they are young. Ben Simmons, if Ben Simmons could learn how to like shoot. Shoot the ball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they also, didn't they lose a big player? The Sixers? Yeah. Or didn't they make a dumb trade or something? Um... They might have. I would have to double check. I'm not sure. But, you know, either way, I don't see how the Sixers can beat out a team that beat them this year without their two best players. Yeah. With their two best players, even if they added Kawhi. I mean, maybe if they added Kawhi, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'll be honest. I haven't watched Kawhi play that much. I don't know his game. I just know that people think of him as one of the top three players in the NBA. Yeah. So there's a lot of teams he could go to that could really elevate them. Right. Like, honestly, I think about the Timberwolves in this. And the Timberwolves, I really like that team with Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns, and um, Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Derrick Rose back there playing good and whatnot. Kawhi would fit in great. I don't, I mean, and that would, the thing is, if you get Kawhi and you're not the Lakers, he's just a rental. Right. So you're giving up a lot for a rental, for, for a chance, for, for a sliver of hope to yeah. beat the Warriors. So the only other thing, so the only place that makes sense for me is for him to be traded to the lakers and the lakers are smart not to give up a lot for him because why when you know you're gonna land him yeah the next year the only other thing that can make sense is boston which i know they've been talking about but i think san antonio is asking for Kyrie back and like a bunch of picks ah but i think Kyrie's a free agent after this year mm-hmm. right i think he is yeah he is he is who knows what gordon hayward's gonna be after this I don't know. We know he just is, he, we know he's having a daughter and he's not excited about it. Did I had you see no that idea video? he was having a daughter. I didn't. They uh, it's his third daughter. Wow. He's gonna have. Uh, they did a gender reveal thing and they like posted it on Instagram. Uh huh. And gosh, does he look disappointed? Oh, <laughs> he's having a third gosh. daughter. <laughs> he's got that fake grin on his face. <laughs> no, his wife was like, "Is Daddy happy?" And he's like, "I'm always happy." <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that is great. No, I think the I think the Celtics would have a shot um, if they could get him. But then again, I mean, Gordon Hayward was he was uh, injured most of this year, and the well, Celtics he was still... injured all but fifteen minutes of this year. Yeah. <laughs> the major, yeah, the majority of this year, and uh, the Celtics still put up a great fight against the Cavaliers. I just can't see them. I mean, you don't play to win the conference; you play to win the title. And yeah. uh, like you said, we'll get to it in a second. But uh, Golden State is buying theirs, so. Yeah, <laughs> Golden State's almost unbeatable. So, San Antonio has to trade Kawhi. Do you trade him to the Lakers, even though the Lakers have really no motivation to give you anything for him? 
No, not yet. Um, I don't. I don't see why the Lakers would even do that, honestly. But yeah, like we said, it's it's either Celtics this year or bust. I mean, mm-hmm. and that'll. And I really hope that happens because that'll make an interesting final. That would. Because even as Golden State stacks up now against Boston, it's still going to be interesting because Brad Stevens is the best coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is amazing. If Gordon Hayward comes back, I mean, it, they're both yeah. coming off injuries, injuries, to be honest. Yeah, and then you think you got you got Jason Tatum, who mm-hmm. was Rookie of the Year. He he was Rookie of the Year, right? No, uh, Ben Simmons ben was. Ben Simmons was. Well, still, he was Jason top Tatum three. played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Sixers misdrafted by drafting Markel Fultz instead of yeah. him. Instead of him, Donovan Mitchell, or, yeah. well, I guess Ben Simmons any, was yeah, on the board. any of those three, but I mean. Or even, even Luke Kennard. <laughs> yeah, even Luke Kennard. Poor Piston. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, I've got faith now. We've got a uh, Toronto's old coach, so yay! Stealing expired people from from teams that are going to be irrelevant in the future. Gosh, the Pistons are out of all the Detroit sports. They're the one with the least hope. They're so sad to watch. They could be okay, and okay does not win in the NBA. No. The end. There's no parity in the NBA. Nope. You'd never have a shot at winning when you're you're the underdog. Yeah. Oh, I should I should take that back. But there's there's enough there's not enough parity in the NBA to the fact where you've got players on a team, the other team's got better players on a team. What are your chances in the NHL? Anyone can win. You see more eight seeds knocking out one seeds than any other sport. It happens all the time. Yeah, though not in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, no, true, true. And football, you and know, football. There's you know anyone anyone can win a football game. True, it's one game. It's not a series. Mm-hmm. Baseball, I don't give a fuck about baseball. But I don't care either. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. I thought Not I would offend you there. a fan. <laughs> no. Tigers, by the way, uh, thank you for coming back down to earth and losing like all your fucking games. Yeah, for losing 11 straight. you were ruining your draft stock for a while when you know you're going to do nothing this year. People were afraid that you weren't going to sell. So please, Tigers, sell off all your pieces. Sell Acquire more assets. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit about Nick Castellanos? I know his first name is Nick, but we can't just like him because he shares a first name with me. Exactly. Can't do it. <laughs> um, anyways, so back to the NBA. So, yeah. We've been talking about the Warriors. Why don't we dive into what they did? Let's do it. Go ahead and tell the listeners. sneaky little... <laughs> <laughs> so, the Warriors decided to go out and use Draymond Green as a chess piece and talk to DeMarcus Cousins. And apparently Draymond Green went to DeMarcus Cousins and he said, Hey, Boogie, you want to win a championship? I know you do. Just take a pay cut for one year. Just take like a quarter of what you would normally make. You know, $5 million. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to make what? $20.3 million, $22 million? He's a max player. For yeah, sure. oh, he is a max player. So he said... Fuck it. <laughs> I'll take a ring and then go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Warriors are on their way to another, at least, conference final. Yeah, the thing... All right, so now, like and I, like I've been saying on this podcast for uh, the last year, no one's going to beat the Warriors because they are starting Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to start a fifth. No. But now, their fifth <laughs> is DeMarcus Cousins. Insane. But, you know, some caveats. DeMarcus Cousins coming off an Achilles injuries, and True. he's a big man. It could hinder him a lot. We yes. don't know. We don't know how he'll return to form. He could end up just being a bench player if he does not that good. True. But, presuming that he's healthy, 
how is DeMarcus Cousins going to go down down low towards the basket and you're not you, you you have to double team him when he does that. You do. But if you double team him on the Warriors and you got Steph and Clay and KD and even Draymond Green who sometimes can hit. Mhm. Uh this open shot at the ball. Yeah. For a 3. It's a splash bros. The Warriors should not lose a game. If the Warriors tried as hard as they could every single game this season, they, they would not would, lose. They a wouldn't game. lose. No, they wouldn't. Um it, uh, this is all Assuming that uh, Cousins Boogie Boogie Nights is back mm-hmm. in full form after his injury. Mm-hmm. Now, question is: Do you fault the Warriors organization for doing this, or do you think that they are just? I don't fault the Warriors organization for doing this. I fault the NBA for letting it happen in the first place. It makes the NBA unwatchable some people love watching this happen other Mm. people despise it because it ruins their season for the team that they love to watch because they know what's the point there's 31 teams out there right now and 31 fan bases that know for a fact their team is not winning a title this year and you can't say that about any other sport i believe you're um you're you're talking about like some of the D League teams or something, right? Because I think there's only thirty in the NBA, right? Is there thirty? I think so. Yeah, there might be thirty. <laughs> There's still. We're talking about the future franchises too. Exactly. The expansion teams. We're also talking yet. about the Lions and the Browns. We just threw them in for fun. Oh, the Lions. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. I love the Lions. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that oh, maybe later. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but okay. So yeah, I get that, but Blaming the NBA, I feel like I feel like you also can't do that because the ratings have never been higher since these super teams started forming. And I get it; it's a business, mm-hmm. and they're in it for the ratings, so it makes sense. It's just it sucks for the fans. That's all I'm trying yeah. to say. It's it, it for some reason like you know it sucks for us as being in Detroit where we're not going to land superstars unless we do a really stupid ass trade for a very mediocre superstar in Blake Griffin or something. Oh my god. Don't get me started. Um, um, but I don't know. It makes me. I've ever ever since LeBron went to Miami with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. That's when I started watching the NBA. Okay, so that was like what two thousand six, two thousand eleven, two thousand eleven. Oh man, I was way off. Yeah, you were. Big NBA. Pistons were still good. In big NBA fan. That's right. The Pistons won. <laughs> oh no, the Pistons. Did the Pistons win in those No, no, they, they were, won in 04, right? They 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 won in 04, but they were still like contenders back in. Oh season. yeah, that's right. They were on the tail end of their. Uh, the glory years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they made it to... Uh, was that the year they made it? No, they made it to the finals two years in a row, right? Yes, against the Spurs. So that was the first year after. But they they made it to the Western or the Eastern Conference Finals like eight years in a row yeah, or something. something like that. But teams kept beating them because the Pistons didn't have superstars, you know? Right. They, they had that one miracle season. Well, two miracle seasons. Like, they should have won their second one. But, you know, Rashid mm-hmm. not guarding Ori, whatever. Yeah. You know, history. But... Um, so I, I remember when that happened and how much I didn't want LeBron to win because he took the uh, loser's way out, in my opinion. So it made me tune in, though. Mm-hmm. Like, rooting against something is almost stronger than rooting for something, in a way. Yeah. Because you really don't want the evil to win even more than you want the good to win. And it, evil and good are subjective when it comes to sports it's true i mean i when you think about it it's like would you rather watch somebody win or would you rather watch the team that was supposed to win get disappointed yeah would you rather watch (laughs) the people you love prosper and win or the people you hate fail 
I think it might be the latter. Yeah, I guess it depends on where you are. <laughs> well, in I, the I, NBA, being a Pistons I think fan, it, it's the latter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, so, you know, if somehow the Warriors don't win, I'm sure madness would ensue with NBA fans. You know, Twitter would be on fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, Twitter is probably the most lit with NBA than any other sport. Yeah. I mean, football's up there because football, you know, is the new American pastime. Yeah. But when you think about it, I mean, the NBA, when the games aren't going on, it's it's basically a reality TV show. Yeah. Um, and you know, what, you know what part of that is? Part of that is that their rosters are so small comparatively to every other sport. That is true, too. That, you know, you get, like, the best of the best, really, at playing mm-hmm. basketball. So you have a lot of stars and a lot of power there. And, the NBA, and Adam Silver has been doing such a good job with this. Like... It's impressive that the Warriors have been to the finals, what is it now, four or five years in a row? I think so. I think they've won three of the past four years or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. So four years in a row. LeBron's been to the finals seven years in a row. And yet the um, ratings and the popularity of the NBA has grown exponentially. Yep. So... I don't know if you can fault them for allowing stuff like this to happen. What you can fault them for, though, is uh, the Lakers or the Hornets not being able to trade Chris Paul to the Lakers back in the day because they blocked that for some reason because they thought they'd be too good. But I think that was under a different GM. I'm not positive about that. Probably. Adam Silver seems like he knows what, he knows what he's doing. And recently, from what I heard, um, the, the you know because you know the most basketball makes the most money on the TV deals they sign. Right. And the people of the cable networks have asked Adam Silver to change how the playoffs work because they don't they don't like how the West is so much bigger than the East. Ah, so one of the pr- propositions is there's a couple out there. One I don't like um, is just the 16 best teams get in. Okay. So like you know it'd be like the West plus. The Sixers. Two teams from the East. Yeah, the Sixers, <laughs> the Celtics, and maybe the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's easier to pick out the teams from the West that won't get in. The Sacramento Kings. Yeah. And, uh, Gosh, I'm... Might be one other team. <laughs> right. The Dallas Mavericks. And the Suns, probably. <laughs> and the, the Phoenix Suns. Suns. The, the Suns could be... The Suns are doing it right. They're tanking and getting better. But, mm-hmm. That is true. But uh, the one that I like is... So, eight teams from each side get in. Okay. But you seed it one through 16 based on record. I love that idea. Yeah, I think that would be much more exciting because, like, the east Eastern teams still get in, but the, we'll, kick, we'll kick them out yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, you know, mm. so it gets tougher. They'll be gone in the they're all mm. be gone in the first round. And then, like the 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 semifinals was is what they'll be called. Cause it won't be Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals. It'll just be the semifinals. It's going to be like the four best teams. Like it's going to be Golden State against. Like Houston. the Sixers, yeah. the Sixers. Oh yeah. Or and then Houston against the uh, Celtics, mm-hmm. which would be fucking awesome to watch. That would be great. You know, sorry for leaving you out, LeBron. I know you always get there, but you left the East. Maybe you know this is gonna happen because it's pretty wild that this starts happening right when you leave. Mm-hmm. So I this is why I think is going to happen. Maybe not this year, but for sure next year. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's the most popular idea. At I least. think it's a great idea, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people opposed to it just because it's breaking a tradition. 
You know what I say? Fuck traditions. Come on. You got to establish something new. You want to know my uh, proposal for the NFL? You know how they want to expand to 18 games, but the players aren't for it? I, yeah, I, I did hear about this. You know what? I say compromise. Let's expand one more game. Make it 17 games. Now, I know what you're thinking. Okay, so what? Teams are just going to have an extra home game when home field advantage matters the most in the NFL? No. Every team's going to have a neutral field game in London because they already do have that many games in London. And all you have to do is have every team that plays in London will have the bye week the next week. And it's easy. That's when your, your bye week is based on your London game, which if you play a game in London, your bye week is automatically the next week anyway. I do like that. So give uh, take away the last preseason game okay, and give a real regular season game that's played overseas in London. Expand the brand and um, make, it, make more money because you have another real game going on. Don't we have games going on in Mexico now too? We had one last year. It was the Chargers, right? They played, I think so. Because it's like you have to take like three steps outside of the arena and you're in Mexico. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, San Diego is super close to the border. Oh, oh, I thought yeah. you meant... No, that's what I was just... It was another <laughs> I, bad joke. <laughs> I, thought you meant, I thought you meant during the game, no, like no, if the no, players no. went out of bounds, they were all of a sudden illegal immigrants in no, Mexico. No, no, it's still, it's, still, it's still in San Diego. Got you, got you. <laughs> My bad. Um, oh, you're good. Yeah, they did have a game in Mexico City last year, um, but, you know, I don't think that's where the money's at. Sorry, Mexico. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they the, the NFL is focusing on branding overseas, and they want to get a team in London. That's a way to start it. Yeah, it is, but you got to think when they have a team in London too. That team in London, every single, well, not every week, but half the half of the games they're going to be traveling what twenty hours on a plane. I mean, yeah, it no, just it puts it's them stupid. at a big disadvantage right off the bat. You have to make them like have the most ridiculous schedules. Like they have to go like four away games at a time. Yeah, stay in the states and then four home games at a time. Yeah, and are the fans really going to like that? That's the question. Right. So. You know, let's just keep playing, like, play more games in London, start it off like that, make them neutral field games. Like, yeah. don't make them, don't make a team lose a home game to play in London. Right. My, is my biggest pet peeve about the NFL right now. Yep. Just why I'm glad the Lions have never done that, because we're not the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Who have been better than us lately, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we move on to the next topic, LaShawn McCoy has been accused of assault and, I guess, robbery? Um, but it doesn't appear that it's that credible. But he has hired the same lawyer that represented Ray Lewis in his murder case and Ben Rosberger in his rape case. I did not hear much about this story, to be honest with you. I thought it had something to do with his girlfriend. Beer number two, yeah. entertainment. Can we be on our second beer now? Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay, Mike, go ahead and finish your point if you had one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, not really a point. I just I didn't hear too much about the story, but I thought it involved his girlfriend and something along the lines of her. You know what? I don't even want to speak right now because I'm not. I don't want to misspeak. Yeah, we we don't we don't really know. Um, we'll see. We'll we'll talk about it next week. All right, let's open these other beers. All right. Batch sixty nine, baby. It's very tasty. I really wish I did this on episode 69. The second one always tastes better than the first. All the bitterness goes away. Just kind of... You know, I like the bitterness. Falls down your throat. I'm pretty sure there was a... Oh, I think the beer that I have somewhere up here that's called Hop Devil was 6.6% or something. 
six point six six percent. Yeah, I think that was. I think it was. I should have used that. You know, guys, I'll get better. Okay. I'll get <laughs> you better. have some good beers up here, though. Vouching for you right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big beer guy, and I'm really liking what I see. What's your I, favorite so far that you? Well, can see? I can't see the main wall. Um, I will tell you though. From right season up, one. Is this season one right above my head? I mean, kind of. I mean, okay. so that you see that Azaka can right there, the first can? Uh, yes. That, I think so. That yeah, mar- I do. Oh, wait. Yeah, that marks... Wait, no, it doesn't mark a year. I forget what marks a year. Um, Whatever, that marks... Okay, so right off the bat, I can tell you The Liberator by Shorts. Mm. It's a Christmas time beer. For some odd reason... It's an IPA, but for some reason, they only release it around Christmas time. It's one of my favorites. Very good. Um, surprise wait was Budweiser the first oh sorry those three don't count okay <laughs> just curious uh, waited a while for Oberon Oberon one of the most overrated beers in my it opinion it is overrated <laughs> <laughs> there's a good that name. was a good one though <laughs> that's a pun um, it's very overrated tastes like uh, you know just your traditional wheat beer but for some odd reason it's brewed by it's Bells it's just super popular you know Bells is. is really good at making their beers popular they are they are they've got great marketing um, Hop Solution, also by Bell's, pretty good, I think. It was good, yeah. I see Joe McNavish's Jack Daniels soda up there. Of course, <laughs> you do. Because he doesn't like beer. Yep. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, you've got some pretty solid ones up there. Some of them I haven't had and I've been wanting to try, so I'll have to ask you about those later. Um, so I really, my favorite beer is Two Hearted. Um, solid choice. I'm wait. I'm saving that one for like the final episode of the podcast. Oh, that's sad. Don't think about it. they compare every beer to it. And even if I don't tell the guests about it, they compare every IPA I have yeah. to it. Sure. Um, Azaka, I really like a lot. The West one in the can, the first one in the can. And uh, 400 Divine Rabbits was actually really good. I like that a lot. I have not even heard of it. I know, it's weird. I did it with, uh, I did it with Vince, which was uh, ah, one okay. of the greatest guests. But anyways, we got, we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Okay, so... Um, I saw a movie that's been out for a while that I just want to give a quick shout out to. I saw The Incredibles 2. It's been 14 years since the first Incredibles came out. Did you see the first Incredibles? I haven't. I've been really slacking on my animated movies lately, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if I have. I'm sure I've seen parts of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it didn't matter. The movie was still good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the way they, the way they make animated movies these days it's incredible, especially if it's Pixar. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely pun intended. Because okay. <laughs> this movie was incredible. incredible. Okay. Two. Yeah. <laughs> two. It was too incredible, man. Um, but, yeah, these movies are amazing. And they the fact that it took this long for it to come out just made me reassured that it was going to be good because it takes a long time to make a story that's going to be uh, good and especially keeping up with the times. Like, you know, this story didn't center around Mr. Incredible. It centered around Elastigirl, who is his wife. And that is the way the future is. Because we have seen enough movies about white male leads, <laughs> to be honest. Like, Oh, yeah. And they're really making up for it now, let me tell you. Yeah, they, 2018. They, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Right. I mean, like, it's all the movies that are good these days don't have that. Like, no? you know, if you want to make a good movie with a white male lead, then... You got to do some work. And You're gonna have to a, wait for James Bond. <laughs> it better be. It better be a good fucking story. Yeah. Because we've already like there's there's so many stories that have that are untold right now by anything other than that. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what makes makes movies how they are these days. So shout out to Incredibles for 
realizing the time, making a baller ass movie that's hilarious with that fucking little baby. The oh, baby yeah. was hilarious. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because you should see I it. I have not, but I will. I guarantee you when it comes to DVD, I will. <laughs> or, you know what? It might come to the Farmington Civic, which is walking distance from me. I can pay half the price for a ticket. Really? And I can go see That's it. Wa- you live right by there? I told you this the other week. I'm yeah, sorry. I live. No, it's okay. You were a little drunk, <laughs> but I live within walking distance of downtown Farmington, Damn. so I can walk to all those bars in that movie theater. I'm certain after you told me that, I told you that I filmed the movie there before. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did indeed tell me that. Oh, okay. Well, guys, I drink sometimes. Um, um, in other news, Rick Grimes, and I'm not sure if me and Dylan talked about this because I don't re-listen to my podcast, but Rick Grimes, a.k.a. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, lead actor from the walking dead is leaving the series after eight seasons wow i know you're not a fan of the walking dead not didn't say i'm not a fan i just haven't seen it because i'm not big into fictitious creatures if that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) uh zombies vampires anything like that werewolves nah not for me okay so you don't like the horror creatures basically pretty i guess you can put it that way yeah yeah um that's fine i would say if, I, I would say the first two seasons are definitely worth watching. Okay. One of my favorite episodes of TV ever happens in the second season. Um, but then it gets really shitty with the prison, and then it gets really good again. And mm-hmm. then, oh, my God, is it bad right now. Oh, boy. Like, they were building up this character that they had coming. I'm sure you've heard of Negan. I've heard of him. I have no idea what his role is. Like they, the way that he was built up was insane for the payoff that was nothing. And now Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes, is going to be leaving the show, which I don't know why they leaked this out before this this season has even come out. It just shows you how desperate they are for ratings and for viewership because they have to leak out probably what would have been one of the biggest surprises in Walking Dead history is going to happen before they even started shooting it. Ah. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. Walking Dead. Um, I cannot, I can no longer endorse you. I'm still going to talk about you on my podcast because it is still kind of a phenomenon. But my God, you killed off Carl. Um, I don't mean to spoil anything. No, that's okay. You're not spoiling anything. Yeah, don't don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it past season two if you do. Okay. Um, they killed off Carl, and now you're killing off Rick, and there's going to be no one left from the beginning. Except for Daryl, who, come on, Daryl has run his course. I doubt anyone's going to riot if he's killed. Come on. <laughs> People used to wear those shirts and mean it. Now, I don't think anyone cares. So, AMC, move on. Get this show an end date so it can end respectfully. That's the problem with TV shows. When they don't have an end set in mind, they just run wild with idiocracy. I would love to see, because you brought up AMC... I want to see Jesse from Breaking Bad go to college, use all that drug money, get his degree in chemistry, and become Walter White. (laughs) (laughs) How great would that be? They just remake Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that would be great. Yeah, it would be great. Just an idea. You know, you could see if you're listening. You could do that. Like, if you did it in like, you can't do it like exactly the same. Like, whenever I would think of like sequels, like in that way, like trying to make them two the same. You were the you watched The Hangover. I've seen it. Yes. Have you seen The Hangover too? Uh, probably. I probably wouldn't remember, like, key lines from it, though. Oh, it's okay. It's exactly the same as The Hangover <laughs> 1, just in a different setting. Was there a tiger in it? <laughs> there was an an different animal in it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, like, there's a tattoo in it. Okay. There's, the same guy gets lost. 
every Stu gets lost again. Is that no? Wait, is that? Who oh, maybe. St- wait, no. I think no. The first who's the I know who I know his name. He's the guy that's in National Treasure. Doug. No. Doug. Doug. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doug gets. I think Doug gets either Doug lost gets on lost the roof. or maybe they get lost. I don't remember. Okay. But anyways, it like. like like you can look at the scripts and like probably in the same pages the same kind of dramatic effect happens just in like a slightly different way yeah and that always makes me think like sequels if you want to have the same characters you got to expand the story you can't just retell the story in and change the scenery and change the setting Mm -hmm. you know that's stupid how many times has that been done in the past five years with movies oh gosh probably so much so many (laughs) oh my gosh it's ridiculous um yeah so I don't. I forget where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, so well, let's just move on then. You saw a movie recently. I did. I see. I actually saw a couple, which is surprising for me because I don't usually I don't go to the movies that often. Uh, but I've been twice in the past month. I saw Jurassic Park about three weeks ago. I'm um, sorry, Jurassic World. Oh God, excuse me. We're in the future. Jurassic World and the Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, so. One of these, I don't give a shit if you spoil. And that is that is, Jurassic Park? That Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Okay. Please don't spoil Jurassic Park. I still haven't seen it. Have you not? No, I'm just kidding. You know you've got to see them all before you see this one. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I'm sure that's, <laughs> that's true. That's the only way it'll make sense to you. <laughs> um, but I do want to hear about Ant-Man and the Wasp first, because I have some questions that might lead to spoiling, but I'll ask them at my own risk. Okay. Um. Anyways, Ant-Man and the Wasp. The yes. first movie after... The Infinity War. Did you see Infinity Wars? I did see Infinity War, but I did not see the first Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Okay. First Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Let me describe it to you in a little or big second. Um, uh, Paul Rudd is silly, can shrink, and wins. I just want to know how he got there. Like, how did he become the Ant-Man? Like, that's really the only part that matters to me. I don't think I mean, it's important he... because I don't remember it. Okay. And I have seen I read, it. I tried to read the synopsis and I thought he like got out of jail, something like that. Probably. He like found some kind of suit. I don't know. I don't know how it worked. He might have stole it, put it on, shrunk him. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? Uh-huh. This one's better. <laughs> <laughs> was it good? It was great. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, how did Evangeline Lilly do, aka the Wasp? She was great. She did was... you ever watch Lost? Um, I did watch a couple seasons. I did not fully invest into it and watch to the uh, end. She was my babe in that show. I will probably continue it now that I know that that was her that was in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you would say, have you seen a lot of Marvel movies? I've seen the majority of them. Okay. There's, may, there's maybe a couple stragglers, but I've seen most of them, yes. Where would you rank this one? Would you rank it in the top five? Of all Marvel movies? Yes. No. Okay. Definitely not. So what? What? If you know, I know I'm putting you on the spot. But yeah, no, that's fine. Just give me, you, give me some of your favorite ones. My favorites. Okay, so I'll put, I'll put this out there right now. Right now, my favorite Marvel character, so underrated, Doctor Strange. I think he's a okay. badass, and I'm super pumped for his new movie. I'm a little biased because I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's probably one of my favorites. I also love. You can't go wrong with Iron Man. He's great. Um, his movies are a little. I don't know, a little flashy, a little overdone. You know, uh, I was reading something the other day about like the very first phase of the Marvel movies Mm -hmm. and how they pick like Iron Man was the first one, which is kind of an obscure Marvel character to pick. Yeah. Because back in the day, you know, no one really knew much about comics like Mm -hmm. until these movies started coming out. And then the success of that 
um, also with Thor, because the first Thor movie was low-key fucking hilarious. That was a great movie. And I, what I love about the Thor movies is that that sense of humor mm-hmm. rides throughout the series. Yeah, yeah. Which is great, because I love comedies. And that's one movie where you know if you're watching a Thor movie, you're going to laugh at least five to ten times. Right. I mean, the second one was a bit of a flop. I didn't like it that much. I but agree, but Ragnarok? Ragnarok was, was funny. Was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, that's what Marvel does right over DC. Yeah. You know, DC, DC is too serious. They were why so to... serious, DC? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that is why. Because of the success <laughs> of The Dark Knight yeah. is why they're so serious. Yeah. And... The thing is, The Dark Knight had one of the best directors ever making that movie with one of the best writers ever writing that script. And one of the best actors playing that role. I don't R. know R. if I would. Ledger. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Christian Bale. Oh, no, 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 God, I'm no. Like, no, 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 Christian no, Bale's sorry. good. I thought we were talking not... about The Dark Knight specific. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, yeah, like, you can't repeat that. You can't have Ben Affleck trying to be a serious Batman. No. With... A, like a bunch of other things going on like you can't really write a good story when you have so many qualifications to it where like this has to happen this has to happen this has to happen right there's no creativity there's no dull moments no you got to have that but marvel doesn't take itself too seriously it writes all like it robert Downey jr did a great job being iron man and mm-hmm. honestly it probably sparked this billion dollar industry that they have if they had another actor playing iron man i can't imagine marvel movies being as big as they are today the other thing that I think that sparks Marvel movies, the thing that gives it that little extra oomph, is that one scene in every movie with Stan Lee. Oh, God, I fucking hate that oh, Come scene. on. I think it's so It literally lasts dumb. half a second. He has one sentence, <laughs> and people are like, oh, my God, it's Stan Lee. <laughs> well, fuck Stan Lee. Um, but uh, anyways, so top movies. Oh, okay. Marvel movies. Yes. Okay. So... Definitely going with uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. I'm probably going to throw in Black Panther now that I've seen it. Yep. Uh, I agree, I agree with that one. Very That's good in my movie. top five. Um, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and a lot of people probably wouldn't agree with me on this, but I did love... Uh, spider-man homecoming oh that's in my top five too i thought it was great movie was great dude um, dude you ever watched the movie birdman yeah i love michael keaton i is have it? that movie actually i own it one of the most hilarious things about that movie is that michael keaton plays a birdman yeah i and was I, I was thinking the same thing and i know that that's not referenced in the movie mm-hmm. but i know they did it just because it's fucking marvel and they do silly shit yeah <laughs> yeah um okay now when you're asking me my favorite marvel movies are they allowed to be superheroes that aren't considered avengers so you're talking about x-men i'm con- i'm not talking about deadpool he's an x-men oh yeah oh yeah i mean i guess he is <laughs> but he's not avenger because no. he's not allowed to be an avenger. well so the thing with that is they just recently like whoever owned the x-men franchise just now connected with disney to own the marvel okay franchise. this is news to me so yeah, so that that whole universe is considered separate for now. Okay, I gotcha. But um, so I will say no because X Men movies, like if uh, if that okay, was the case, then First Class and um, what's the second Days of Future Past and Logan, those yeah. would all be they they that's would just fine. take no, up my fine, top five because those movies are great. Um, okay, except so for what, um, the last one. But, I have anyway. two left. Two left, right? Yeah. So I have what are my three right now? Doctor you got Black Strange. Panther, Doctor Strange. And, uh, why can't I remember? Oh, Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. 
Um, God, this sucks that they're all relatively new. People are going to be like, oh, you've never seen Marvel movies. You've just seen the new ones. You're allowed to say the Avengers movies. I don't know. If oh, yeah. Know. No, that's my next one. It's okay. Infinity War. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. such, it's such a great movie because... Can I spoil things? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've spoiled I mean, Infinity War. I'm sure everybody's seen it, but I mean, it doesn't have a happy ending, and you know that there's going to be something coming. Yeah. Um, and I, to track back, I'm not going to spoil anything for, for from Ant-Man and the Wasp from you. I will just tell you that there's a link to Infinity War in it, and it's crazy. Is it the post credit scene? Yes. Okay. I, that's what, Do you know what it is? No, I don't. Okay. I won't tell you. I just want I what I really want to know because the reason I want to see Ant Man and the Wasp is because that post credit scene was better than the movie. Yeah, that's what I want to see it yeah. for. Because so does the movie. So can you say it or not without spoiling anything? Like if you can use discretion here. Does the movie take place before Thanos erased half the population or after? Or is it not clear? Um, it's not really clear. But if I had to guess, it would be after. Okay, so but. But it's if, not clear. But what what if it was after? Wouldn't they say like, oh, it's after? Okay, I think it's after. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. So Ant Man was one of the lucky ones. Well, is he though? Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna go see it at, right after this podcast. Ant Man might be lucky. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out <laughs> in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So you got one left. Okay, um, I'm going to go back to my roots. Original Thor movie. So funny. So Nice. Great. I like yeah. your choices. Yeah. So all of those are great. Um, I can't, you can't really go wrong with any Marvel movie with the exception of a couple. Um, I wasn't a... And people might rip on me for this. I'm not a big Captain America fan. Dude, uh, people might. I won't. I don't think he's that great. No. Maybe people think he's great because of... Uh, what's his name? Chris... That plays the um, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, yes. I don't think he's that great. Maybe yeah, that's me, me being biased towards his, himself as an actor, but I just I didn't think the Captain America movies were all that fun to watch. No, I didn't like um, a single one of them <laughs> that I've seen. But I also, I, with the caveat, I have not seen Civil War mm. and I have not seen Winter Soldier. Civil War. So, was I've only my, seen the first one. So Civil War was my favorite of the three, if I had to pick. But I wasn't a fan of any of them to be honest with you no you've seen winter soldier i have i've seen yeah i've seen all of them my cousin always talks about that one as his favorite interesting and he's like a big marvel guy the only marvel movie i can think of off the top of my head that i haven't seen which is surprising is the age of ultron i have not seen the second avengers movie (laughs) i saw it but i was blackout drunk during (laughs) it and i don't remember a second of it so when i watched uh when I watched Infinity War... Oh, you were the same place as me then. Yeah. You're like, who the fuck is Vision? Vision, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, why is this guy so strong? Like, this guy, he's got an Infinity Stone fucking embroidered in his skull, and he's looking like a little pussy when he's going against Thanos. I'm like, what's going on here, buddy? You're one-fifth of the, the, the secret. Did you know, did you did you ever get told to you what he who he was? No, well, oh, I, I looked could... it up after, I think. Okay. Yeah. He's Jarvis, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. I've I don't really I've never seen it still. But. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, um, so my top five is very similar. Ultron or not Ultron? Um, Infinity Wars. Okay. Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. Black Panther. The first Thor, and now I got to think about my other one. Okay. Because I I liked I didn't really like Doctor Strange that much to be really? honest. Really? Oh man. I didn't hate it. I'm biased because of the actor. 
I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but gosh, he was a little overrated at the time that movie came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let me try to think. Um, um. So what other? Oh, there's. Maybe it's Ragnarok. I like. Yeah, that was a good one too. So I don't really know what my last one would be. Okay. But I guess I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't hate your top top five at all because it's almost the same as mine. Maybe maybe it is even Doctor Strange, but you know there was a point in time when I really didn't like superhero movies and I was just so over them. And then I saw Black Panther, and I was like, okay, that's good, but you know maybe it's just a standalone movie. But then I saw Infinity Wars, and that movie just revitalized me into like I'm super into Marvel now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie, and I mean to your point earlier. You can't make a movie now with a white male cast member. Right. It's got to be someone else. And let me tell you, Black Panther, that attracted the crowd. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, exactly. It's a story we haven't seen before. Like, we've never seen a movie with, like, unless it's, like, Tyler Perry's Medea, like, terrible movie, <laughs> with, like, a all-black cast and, like, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. one white guy, you know? And that's what cha- it changed the game. And especially changed the game for... Uh, black people because like they haven't seen a movie represented like we've seen movies represented our entire lives yeah like so and we've we've really grown to think nothing of it like it's the norm now yeah and then like i don't know about you but i saw black panther on opening night and i felt like i was in the minority yeah like it was crazy it must have been weird like first time for you feeling like that was crazy yeah right imagine what it'd be like all your life like i know that's great (laughs) (laughs) we've got it so good oh my god yeah (laughs) But yeah, so hopefully this will start bridging the gap and like showing people like, because I know the thing they say in Hollywood is like black movies don't sell overseas, and then Black Panther is one of their highest grossing ones overseas. So you know, I think what I think is good movies will sell no matter what. Right. It's got a good story and it looks good, and you know, I guess if you throw some action in it, it doesn't hurt. You know, Marvel is doing a fuck ton of things right, and they got it going on. Yeah, they do. Shouldn't have killed off Black Panther in uh, Infinity Wars, though. Because I'm sure he's not coming back. I don't know. I mean, they killed off so many of them. I don't even, <laughs> to be honest with you, if you asked me who was left, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, the thing is, if they wanted to make it believable that these characters would actually die, you know, and I just remembered uh, what goes into my top five, by the way, um, but... You know, don't kill off every character that already has movies plans. Like, kill off Iron Man, kill off Thor, mm-hmm. kill off Captain America. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't kill true. off Black Panther, mega success. Spider Man from Homecoming, yeah. mega success. Which you know are gonna have sequels. The Guardians of the Galaxy, which that's is my that yours? Five. Okay, yeah. it's a good um, movie. mega success. You know, you can't kill off Chris Pratt. No. He's on top of the world. And speaking of Chris Pratt, there was another movie you saw this weekend. That is true. I saw Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. The Fallen Kingdom. Now, and, tell me if this is true. Okay. I heard this movie was just like you drank a couple of Jaeger bombs and also a six-pack of Red Bull. For, wait, are you talking about I did this? No, no. I'm saying that that's what it's like watching this movie. Oh, yeah. No, you're totally right. To me, in my opinion, this, this series is running out of ideas, and you can notice it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not... One to spoil things or anything, but hey, you, this one I'm okay with you spoiling because I don't really want to see it. There's a okay. You start out. Have you seen? You haven't seen. I've the first seen. Jurassic I've Park? seen the first 
Well, of course I've seen Jurassic Park. Okay, so the very seen, first I've, movie. I've seen Jurassic Park. I've seen Jurassic Park Lost Kingdom. Okay. I've seen whatever the third one was, and I've seen okay. Jurassic Park. So you've seen the very I've first movie. I've seen every movie. other single one. Okay, when the dinosaurs take over the park, basically. The very first movie? I think it might, it might be the first one. Are you talking about know. the first one with Chris Pratt? No, no, no. No. The, I think it's the first. Maybe I am. I don't even know. Well, they kind of like, yeah, they do take over. They don't, I wouldn't say, oh, they run like yeah, throughout the whole park. Yeah, they're just, yeah, like, they're with loose. The, with, the, with the T-Rex in the museum Yeah, the exactly. Okay. I mean, so yeah, yeah. you've got wild dinosaurs everywhere. I mean, this movie, it's clearly, I don't know, in my opinion, there's two things that are going on. One, you're running out of ideas. Two, you just want to show off the new CGI effects because that's all uh, people care about now is graphics and what looks cool on the big screen. So this movie to me... It just had really no substance, and they didn't really touch on a lot of the things that I liked about the old Jurassic Park movies. But the one thing that really got to me is like, and this is a spoiler alert. They hey, before you say it, is okay. it? Because I've heard some people talk about this. Is it about like a dinosaur dying or something? Um. Yes. Yeah. But that's not what I was gonna say. Okay. There say, is a dinosaur that dies, though. So say what you were gonna say. Bye. Um, the dinosaurs are being genetically modified to be super strong, and basically they're auctioning them off to people that want to buy them and use them as weapons to protect themselves. Okay. So in this movie, the whole plot is is essentially the dinosaurs are trapped on this island with a volcano that's going to erupt soon. They know it's going to erupt. They want to take all these dinosaurs and move them to another area of the country where they'll survive because they're the last of their kind. Mm-hmm. Um. So this guy, he basically comes up to them, this rich man, and says, hey, I'll give you all the resources that you need to get them off this island and into this awesome you know, piece of property that I own. It's, it's secluded, and we can move all the dinosaurs here, um, but you got to help me out, and you got to get me DNA from Blue. You know who Blue is? The raptor. The raptor. Right. Yeah. Raptor that listens to Chris? The only one that listens to Chris Pratt. What's Chris's name in the, mo- in the movie? Uh, it is... Oh, God. Mr. Dinosaur? It is... Eh, who cares? I can't on. even remember, honestly. That's how bad of a movie it was. <laughs> um, but, no, in general, I mean, it's it's cool. There's a couple cool things that happen in the movie, and they do, like, revert to the old movie. There is a dinosaur that dies in the volcano, which is sad. But for the most part, they rescue these things. But, plot twist, the person that promised them, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Salvation? No, it's not salvation. Oh, God. Promised them, like, sanctuary? No, is it sanctuary? Oh my god, I'm getting off. Asylum? Asylum. That's the one that I'm <laughs> the word that I'm looking for. He tells them that they're going to have asylum, doesn't give them asylum, and he essentially is auctioning them off to all these rich people. Oh, so he does he doesn't give the dinosaurs asylum. No, he takes the dinosaurs, puts them in cages and auctions them off. Oh, 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 speaking of this, I heard on a podcast, do they have like a lot of like weird Trump innuendos in it? Um, they might have, but I wasn't paying attention <laughs> okay. to it. Okay, never mind, go on then. Uh, they may have, but, um, th- it's just the whole premise of the movie. It's like you're genetically modifying dinosaurs, you're selling them off to people, but at the end of the movie, it's, these dinosaurs escape, they're not auctioned off to okay. anybody, and now we've got humans and dinosaurs free in the same world. Isn't this just like the second Jurassic Park movie? Yes. <laughs> It's so we're talking about running out of ideas. <laughs> we were talking. We were just talking about this. Like, if you want to make a sequel, mm-hmm. and you know what? I don't. Th- it, I, the thing is, I don't think it's because they're out of new ideas. I think it's because they know what works and they want to try to keep pushing it until it doesn't. Right. And I, um, uh, a problem with that is it ruins a franchise that could be immensely popular yeah. because they're playing it safe. Like, 
like with the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You a Star mm-hmm. Wars fan? Mm-mm. But you know, everyone hated the Last Jedi. Well, no, I mean it got good reviews, but a lot of like super hardcore Star Wars nerds okay. really hated it. Yeah, but it was something different, and it was something good, and it's something that's going to globally expand the brand. Right, and you know these fucking trolls are going to die off. Yeah, and you know you could do that with Jurassic Park too, and they didn't. Yeah, they weren't bold enough. No, I mean, and they've already I think announced a, another Jurassic Park sequel. Mm. Jurassic so, World, sorry everybody. Dra- oh god, I keep messing it up. Jurassic World sequel, and Chris Pratt isn't doing us any favors by being a great actor so (laughs) thanks a lot chris pratt another jurassic park movie is going to come out in a couple years um but yeah i mean it's just it's still fun to watch for the cgi and like it's a jurassic park movie so it's a classic and regardless of how good or bad it is people are always going to spend their money on it and that's what matters most that's true yeah money follow the money Mm -hmm. if there's any ever a quote i heard that is more true than anything it's follow the money that is true um yeah so uh, don't go see Jurassic Park. See Ant-Man and the Wasp. See Ant-Man and the Wasp. You will not regret it. But if you see it, Fear number three. Power. The president grabbed me. On to beer number three of Batch 69, an American IPA, and everyone's favorite part of the podcast, the politics section. I got to pull up the Trump tweets because that is something we do at the beginning. But, Mike, before we start, what are your political leanings? Oh, boy. And don't be afraid to talk about them. Not afraid at all. Um, It depends on the situation. I tend to lean more towards the right in general, though. Let's just put it that way. I would say, or I would ask, um, my account is locked. Come on. This is not my fucking account. Um, Anyways. Trump got (laughs) you. Yeah. (laughs) Blocked you, man. Oh, fuck. Um, Anyways, so I I would ask... I, I've been uh, learning a lot about Republicans and whatnot because I've never really um, focused on them. All right, we're may- maybe we're going to skip Trump cheats for now because I can't log into my account. Fair enough. Anyways, so you say you lean more Republican. On most issues. I would guess, and maybe this is leading a little bit, but um, I would guess that you're socially Democrat. In what terms? Terms of like uh, gay marriage or like equality, oh, yeah. be- equality between genders. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. I think, and, and that's the thing that I think gets misconstrued a lot is like it is. It's like, oh, you're a Republican, you're not for gay marriage. I want people to love who they want to love. I'm all for it. Right. It doesn't matter to me. And I think that's a sign of whether because like I feel like you might maybe you feel ashamed to be a Republican. Ah. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I've got, I've got, I, I, I understand everybody's point of views. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. I feel like every four years or not every four years, every eight years, we've got a president that is of the opposite party. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God, we have eight years. We had eight years of, of Obama. He was terrible. Maybe Trump will fix everything, but nothing's ever really getting done because we've got these parties that are flip-flopping every eight years so it's like oh you pulled the the tug of war rope one way i'm gonna pull it right back the other way eight years of this eight years of that eight years of this eight years of that nothing's ever gonna change yeah well see i guess the way i see it is that okay so yeah we had eight years of bush yeah um 
Great president. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> first one. First one. And oh no, I'm not talking about. Oh, I guess we could talk. Well, about, well, we only had we only had four <laughs> years of the first one, I believe. Right. Uh, that was the last time we I had a fact check. That, a, yeah. A president that didn't serve two terms, I believe, was I the first Bush. You are probably right on that. I'd have to double check. That. I don't remember who came before him. That's about as far back as I even. Before Bush, the first Bush. The, I, I remember president. That was Ronald Reagan. I don't remember. Like I, I, I tend to think, I think. of it. In terms of when I've been alive and try, oh, okay. to, try so, to get that in perspective. I was born when the very first Bush was ending his term. 1990. I think that was his, one of his last years. or he, he was president up until 92, and then Clinton took over. Okay, so I think I think you... I, I, I Maybe. I was born in 91, so I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. But anyways, I looked at this stuff a long time so, ago. So Clinton, eight years... 2000 yeah. or so we can probably think 2000 was the first election right yeah or was it 2000 yeah it was 2000 mm-hmm. that we were alive for like first one besides the one in 96 or whatever that we I don't even, yeah i don't even remember yeah. who was who was uh running then mm-hmm. so it was eight years of uh clinton yep uh then eight years of bush yep then which eight years of which Obama. which led us to a recession not really debatable you can debate like why we got there, but uh, it happened during Bush. That's und- it's undebatable. Ah, uh, yeah. It happened it's during Bush. Not his fault, in my opinion, but yes, okay. it did happen. I don't think the housing market collapse was George Bush's fault. I think a lot of it can be blamed on Clinton and with uh, with uh, like uh, debt limits and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean Bush no, doesn't it have it. Still happened under his watch. You're right. But then we get to Obama, and Obama builds the economy up and up and up. Every single year, that it's a stat you can look up. Yeah. Now we have to. Now we're on Trump, and you know that's that seems like such a short amount of time, but it's such a long amount of time. It's a long time. Um, it is. But uh, I don't even know what we're even fucking talking about. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know to be honest either. We um, skipped the tweet sections. So. We skipped the tweet. So this is this is your tweet section, everybody. We're going to talk about the past. Yeah. Let's. Talk um, about so you're a fan of trickle down economics, huh? Yeah. Why? That's oh, a good question, man. I don't know. I just feel like they they seem to work. I don't know. I guess what's your definition of trickle-down? Reagan economics. What's your definition of Reagan economics? Like massive tax cuts, cuts to like the... The wealthy. Not just the wealthy, but like the business owners and whatnot. So yeah. yeah. Well, yes, the wealthy, but specific wealthiness. Like yeah. corporations. Yeah. I, 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 am, I am a fan of that. I don't know. Okay. It's like you can't tax people for being good at what they do. Right. Um, I feel like a flat tax would be something that Republicans would be on board with. Yeah, for sure they would. Right. But then I don't, what I don't understand is why they don't care if like corporations evade their taxes. Because if we had a flat tax and corporations actually paid their taxes, I don't think we'd have many problems. But we don't have a flat tax. That's right. the problem. We have, well, right now we even have a, I think, a pretty similar to like Reagan's taxes. And if we go back to Reagan's taxes, I don't like even you know how Reagan's taxes were calculated. I don't, I don't either, but I know that they were much more lenient to towards the uh, corporations and the billionaires. Probably, yeah. But I also know via the Panama Papers. Have you heard of the Panama Papers? Nope. Well, it's just, it's uh, just, it's not illegal what these corporations were doing. It's just a loophole, like where you can put your money into different places into. Like overseas to like Switzerland, oh, Swiss or bank accounts, yeah, yeah. So they don't get taxed, right? 
So I'm cool. Like I always say to people, like I understand the Republican tax ideology, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand the Republican ignorance towards the loopholes that are based into that, which, you know, if you have that much money, you're going to have the smartest people in the world figuring out ways to not uh, have, have the most of their money not taxed, you know, not going back into society. It's still coming back in eventually. It's just hiding in a Swiss bank account. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> When's it coming back? I mean, oh, it'll it'll come back when they're degenerate grandchildren don't know what they're doing, and it's twenty one hundred. And I'm gonna use grandpa's money because I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> eventually, Nick, that money is gonna get spent. So you're saying sacrifice now to build for the distant future? Yeah. Unless you're joking, I don't know. No, because that's what's going to happen. Okay. I mean, I don't see. I mean, I see it happening within the next couple hundred years. Well, hundred years. That's couple a, hundred years. Couple. That's more than one hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> that's a. I, I don't. To me, that seems like a long time to wait for these, for these trickle down economics to work. I don't know. It's just maybe it's me getting older, but I see kids today. I call them kids now, but it's like. They're not doing anything. Like, you see all this social media shit that they post, and it's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to lead our country one day? Like, every kid has a has a iPhone now. Every yeah. kid has a laptop. Every kid doesn't even know how to use a pencil anymore if you're going to grade school. Mm-hmm. You learn how to type on a keyboard. What's this? What are, what are our leaders going to be? Like, what are they doing right now? What are they going to be doing in the future? Like, like our future leaders? I can't, yeah. I can't imagine... What it's gonna be like? Maybe it's just me being a little ignorant. I'm sure there's like bright kids out there, and you know, mm-hmm. a few diamonds in the rough that are gonna like hold their ground and find a way to do something. But for the most part, it's just like, oh my god, our country's going to <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, um, I don't think you have like any reason to be like falsely concerned. Like I agree, your concerns are legitimate, but I would also say, like, I'm sure that this stuff was thought about us growing up, you know, like, That's and not true. as intense. Like we were in this weird middle space. We like, are. We're in this very awkward. We remember space. it before and after. Yeah. And, you know, but you know, our parents were also in a weird middle space too. Like, or maybe not our parents, but our grandparents. Yeah. We're in a place before cars and after cars. Like that changes the world a lot. Cars. Yeah. For us. What is it? What is it? The What's the before and after before and after what? smartphones smartphones is a big deal and i think a lot of it is social media and just access to access to a lot of the news a lot of the fake news and a lot of the bullshit conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. like and i think your and i's definition of fake news is probably different depending on how much you're into the president yeah but i'm into (laughs) fact-based stuff okay i don't know what you're into (laughs) i'm into fact-based stuff Okay. Oh God! Here it comes, Nick. <laughs> hey, it's, let's it, argue. <laughs> I'm a. I I consider myself pretty well informed. Like I I listen to a ton of stuff about the news every single day. Okay. And it does get convoluted in my brain, and maybe it does meld because I do. I'll admit I do listen to liberal leaning sites. Yeah. But all the sites I listen to cite their sources and like give give good explanations of stuff, and I don't know what you listen to. Fox or news. how you get your news. You get your news from Fox News? I watch news? Fox News. I won't lie to you. I watch all that stuff. I have a challenge. If you 
if you watch a different news for if a I month, I watch CNN for a month. I will put a bullet in my head. <laughs> gosh, that is the last. Pre- I don't watch CNN oh, and I don't God. watch MSNBC, and I know those are like the left leaning side. Yeah, of, but left leaning is different than Fox News because Fox News is not just right leaning. It is right-winged propaganda don't call i knew you were gonna say that word it's not propaganda what's the definition it's of propaganda? the same thing Let's that cnn does on their site that's why we have I can't, two broadcasting I, I, stations. I, I can't speak for cnn how can you speak for fox news they're both cable news networks um no pun intended on cnn <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so propaganda information especially of a bias or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view okay so, Before we even get into this, mm-hmm. I have a challenge for you, and I will accept your challenge for me. Okay. Okay. You need to watch an episode of Tucker Carlson, Fox <laughs> News. Okay. Watch the episode where he points out, where he actually interviews Bill Nye the Science Guy. Watch that on Global Warming. I think I may have seen it. Have that. you seen it? It's like a 10 minute long interview. Is it the one where he's like shouting over Bill Nye the whole he time? He doesn't shout over him. See, this is. Oh, God. He's not shouting <laughs> over him. He's, he's just proving a point. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that he does his job. <laughs> and that's his way to choose to do his job. Got you. Got you. I don't know. It's just. The, I mean, my it's goal. It's competition. It's a business. Politics is a business. I understand. And I agree with that. And my, my, my goal is always to understand why people. Like. Not not saying this in a rude way, but why people like you are into Fox News and not into like I I don't watch any public news. Like I get all my news from podcasts, and I can give you the sources. And yeah. I, that's what I would rather you listen to. I don't listen. To, see that here's the thing. I don't listen to podcasts with the exception of sports podcasts. Right. So that's. You know, I mean, you'd have me there. I don't listen to that. Don't you think? Sources. Don't you think like a source that's not paid for by. Like we can agree that Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and probably, paid for by their their, their donors, spot. yeah, right. But podcasts are paid for by their advertisers, which which are based on how many people listen to them. So they're more you can you what well, that yes. Do you know who their advertisers are though? I do. Yeah. Okay. Are they liberal advertisers? I don't know. What is Casper mattress? <laughs> what is uh, Blue Apron. <laughs> Blue Apron. Blue. <laughs> See, there's subliminal messages, Nick. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of their advertisers are just based on how many people listen to them. Yeah, probably. It doesn't. It doesn't distort their content. Yeah. Like I think, with uh, the cable news. Okay, you're you're right. It's just it's so tough to say though because everybody has everybody has their own opinions on everything, right? Yeah. You're. For the most part, I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know a single liberal Democratic person that is 100% Democratic. Mm-hmm. There might be one thing, they might not even know it, but they're not 100% liberal. Yeah. Same thing with Republicans. I mean, I know it for myself. I'm not 100% right-winged. Mm. It's just the majority of topics and issues I am. And I'm not, I don't fully feel this way. It's like, Oh, it's it's not like everything is necessarily a deal breaker. It's like I can't talk to you if you don't agree with me on this. Yeah. It's just how I feel, and I'm not strongly opinionated on ev- and anything really, okay. because in the end, I know it's a small issue, and I know that my vote is one out of whatever it might be three three point five million people in this country. Mm-hmm. Who knows? 
Well, I guess what I'm what I my main thing to try to understand is like, okay, I get you're Republican. You probably would call yourself a Republican, right? If somebody asked me what I was on the street, number number one, I wouldn't tell them. If they put a gun <laughs> to my head, though, yeah, I would tell I would tell them I'm a Republican. Okay. Yeah. Why are you ashamed? I'm not ashamed. Why wouldn't you tell them then? Well, I just don't think it's anybody's business. And I'll tell you this too: my parents mm-hmm. do not know if each other is a Republican or a Democrat because they believe mm-hmm. if they tell each other that, they will get in a fight. Dude, I heard my this. parents are still married. I heard this thing back in the day where like there was this campaign to like make it so like your vote was secret and don't tell anyone who you vote for, and. That's kind of weird to me. Like, I don't understand why we can't. I think that might have started, like, the fact that we, like, feel bad talking politics. Like, you ever go to, like, a family thing and someone wants to start, start politics and everyone's like, no, we're not talking politics. Every time, yeah. Like, why can't we talk politics peacefully? We never will. I, I don't know. And then maybe it's just the way that my family is, but it's like my. No, it's, you're not alone. Trust okay. me. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I can vouch to and attest to this. Every single time we have a family get together, I mean, just from witnessing conversations and one-liners, I know what my dad is, and I know what my mom is. Uh-huh. They don't, they wouldn't, I shouldn't say don't, they wouldn't agree if they knew what each other was. Right. And I think they know that, but they will never admit it to each other. Right, but don't you think, like, all right, so if your mom and your dad, like, don't you think it's more important to understand where somebody is coming from than it is to understand what somebody believes? Yes. I th- find it much more important to understand why. Why you think this way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I was asking you, why do you think cutting taxes for the rich is better for the economy? And you said, because it's good 100 years from now, do you understand why that doesn't make sense to me? To you, I understand, yeah. Okay. I totally understand. But at the same time, I think... And I believe that people that do a good job at w- and, and they're good at what they're doing deserve the money that they make. They shouldn't mm-hmm. have to give it up to somebody else. Like, that's just my opinion. Okay. I, I Like, if I work my ass off, I go to law school, and I get a JD or whatever it is. This is just an example, by the way. Yeah. I make a million dollars a year because I'm, I'm a great lawyer. Uh-huh. Why should I have to give that up because somebody else didn't do that? Okay. That's just my opinion. So do you think like you shouldn't give any of it up like for taxes? Like do you believe in taxation, I guess? Taxation. Or are you more of libertarian? No, no, no. I I believe in taxes, but I I would rather prefer a tax rate that's equal for everybody, regardless okay. of your income. So how do you feel about like I mean, I know you have to verify this, but let's assume what I'm saying is correct and you can independently verify it on your own. That's um, fine. because I I think I know my stuff. But, like, the Panama Papers, like, with corporations and very wealthy people, including the Queen of England, hiding their money in offshore bank accounts where they're not taxed. And even if it was a flat tax, that money is not taxed. How do you feel about that? If if you find that to be true, because you don't know, because you haven't verified it yourself. If you find that to be true, do you so think that me, is wrong? You're so, wait, so I just want to make sure I got my facts straight here. Okay. You're telling me that what you think is true is that the Queen of England is hiding her money... So she won't get taxed on it. I'm saying that the Panama Papers revealed that rich people and corporations and the Queen of England is one of them. Okay, that doesn't matter to me because she's not an American citizen. Okay, well, I'm just, I am just—I was just using her as like I, a, I got you, I got you. 
Um, like it's the same shit's happening in England. Is yeah. What my no, I I totally get you. But um, no, to get to your point, I I don't think it matters. So you don't think you want a flat tax, but you're okay with corporations hiding their money overseas? If that's what they got to do to get by, yeah, it's their money. They should be able to do with it what they want. Okay, so... If it's legal, which it is, they can do it. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they have enough money to do that... Yeah. Do you, would you agree or disagree that they have an extra advantage over the people that don't have enough money to do that? Oh, like, they've the, got an advantage, but they earned their advantage. Right, right. Not all of them. Okay, what do you mean? Like, I mean, you've heard of the death tax, right? Yeah, I've heard of it. Please explain. <laughs> okay. Um, so the death tax, which, all right, well, we'll get to that in a second. But cause I, I realize, like, I'm trying to make an argument out of nothing. I, gotta, I try to check myself when I'm trying to, like, conflate arguments. And I just something, I'm trying hard to focus in on arguments and understanding. Okay. So I don't want to get into that yet. But what I'm trying to understand from you right now People have their own money. Yeah. You're okay with them finding loopholes in the tax code. So, so you, like you said, you, you're okay with the flat tax. Flat tax. Yeah, that's but, what I would prefer. But with loopholes, it would create, like, so the rich people would find the way to move their money and pay 1% of tax, yet everyone else. It's not a loophole, though, if you're paying the Everybody's paying the same amount. Mm-hmm. Everyone. The, it's, Except there, for the rich. No, no, but there's no point in putting your money in an offshore bank account if everybody's paying the same tax rate. What would be the point? Okay, that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, so You wouldn't have to. You think it would diffuse that? It would. So you think that if rich people, even if they had a way to save more money, they wouldn't because it's such a low amount of money to save. What would be the advantage of them putting their money in an account overseas? So they don't get taxed on it. But they're not getting it taxed on it if there was a flat tax. Everybody... If there's a flat tax, you get taxed like a flat tax on all earned income. Right? It's like everyone gets taxed five percent per se. Right, yeah, yeah. But the money that they earned is moved overseas. They don't it's not it's not visible. Is that okay or is that wrong? No, it's okay to do it. Even if they don't get taxed on it. They, they wouldn't okay, but why would they be do, they wouldn't be doing it? There's no point. It's 5%. The government's going to know what you make. So you're saying, well, well, okay, okay. I get what, I, I think I get what you're saying. So let's say it's a tax on, like, let, let's say the government doesn't know. Why wouldn't they know? Everybody knows everything. Well, I don't know if that's true. Okay. How would you not know what somebody makes, though? Okay, I understand what your point is for there. Okay. Every day you see like, oh my god, the CEO of Amazon, richest guy in the world, worth blah mm. blah blah. It's like, you know, you know? It's just, it's public information. As with publicly traded companies, it's public information because your stockholders are giving you money. Okay. If, if you know what that number is, you know what 5% of that number is. You know what 5% of $50,000 is for a teacher. You know what 5% of $5 billion is for Mark Zuckerberg. Whatever it might be. Just an example. Okay. Right? Yeah, so no, you know I, what get number what I get what you're coming from, I think. Mark Zuckerberg pays whatever it is, $20 million in taxes. Well, the teacher pays $10,000 in taxes, whatever it might be, over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. You know? That's 5% for each party. Everybody knows. And there's no point in putting your money in a Swiss bank account. Okay. So do you think so you think people put their money in like a Swiss bank account because the taxes are unfair? Yeah, right now, yeah. So you don't think they would otherwise? There wouldn't be a point unless you're going to go vacation over there. Or unless 
you found a way. I don't know. I guess I guess I didn't think of it that way, like where it's just based on your declared income. Right. You know, I mean, I guess every company and every business probably has some things that are like under the table, like one way or the other. Bonuses? Like, you know, like, you know, some things they're not, they're going to write off or oh, something yeah. they're not going to declare. I'm sure. There's people that do that right now. There's people right. that write There's things people in off all, taxes. All, all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People that don't donate to the Salvation Army that say that they do every year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I can get that. I can respect that. And I can understand that. Um, you know, and that's that's one of the things I've been learning this year from where Republicans come from. Is like, you know, talking to Joe last time he was on and about his mistrust in like government programs that I support and would want. And his main reason isn't because he doesn't want them to have like health care or he doesn't want them to have, you know, free education. His, his main thing, and it might be misquoting you, Joe, and I'm sorry if I am, is that he doesn't trust the government to run that kind of stuff. I agree with Joe completely on that. Right, and I can, I, I you know, I can, I can see from that. And I, and I can especially agree with Joe, knowing that he's a teacher, mm-hmm. watching it firsthand happen. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's just tough to say. Like, you're giving up all this money to the government. What are they going to do with it? Right. So the question is, how do we get the government to? So I guess I'm. Let me ask you this. Would you be on board with some of the more progressive leanings if you knew 100% that the government would do it rightfully? Yes. Okay. See, that's what I feel. I feel like that's like the big difference between uh, Democrats and Republicans is Republicans don't trust the government. Democrats do. And they're both probably wrong. Right. Because here's the thing. If we gave up the taxes right now, mm-hmm. I would have pretty good faith that something is going to get done with it. But when, and this is not to say Obama was a terrible president. If I gave up that money during Obama's era, I just wouldn't have faith in it. It would be put to poor use in my opinion, which is why I would want to, so facto hide it. (laughs) Okay. So, um, there it is. Uh, well, that sounds slightly racist to me. No, um, <laughs> not racist. We're not bringing race into it. Well, well, so it has nothing to do with his race. Oh, Obama's? No. Okay, good. No. What about I Hillary? Like, uh, I mean, I've just heard a lot of people and only Republicans tell me that they don't believe in Hillary because she's a woman. And I hope you... No, don't. no, no. It's not the fact that she's a woman. I just think she's corrupt. <laughs> right. Well, you can thank Russia for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, to be honest... It, there's other people that I would rather have in office over Donald Trump. I mean, mm. if you if if you were 15 years old and you were watching The Apprentice and somebody told you that Donald Trump was going to be sitting in the White House one day, what would you think? Would uh, you think like you're crazy? I'll bet you a million dollars. Yeah, I yeah. I literally told my girlfriend the day before the election, there's no way Donald Trump's <laughs> going to be president. You can vote for whoever you want; doesn't matter. There you go. And I had to swallow my own words. And now I'm super scared because Donald Trump just elected two people to the Supreme Court, which I think more than anything of Republican values that you believe in and most Republicans that are at least younger believe in, it's going to hurt so many social issues. And I'm super scared of that. Like I'm scared of 
I don't know how you feel about abortion, but I'm really I'm really scared that that's going to be Roe v. Wade's going to be overturned. I'm scared that gay marriage is going to be overturned. I'm scared that gerrymandering, which I know or I, I'm pretty sure that you would agree with that gerrymandering is wrong, mm-hmm. is going to be just kept in place. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know. Everything takes time to happen, and I feel like right when you're on the cusp of change something else happens like a new president will be elected and, and mm-hmm. promises are never like upheld and kept and some things take a long time to change like if you wanted roe v wade to be overturned that's gonna take such a long time dude but that's i mean I, like how do you feel about that how do you feel about abortion to be honest with you i mean i think it's it should be the woman's choice that's one of the things that i tend to lean more towards the left on yeah especially in certain situations Mm-hmm. other situations i would disagree so i'm probably more moderate but if it when it comes to like rape and things like that it's it's the woman's choice i mean so obviously so you she don't was... think people should go to jail for having an abortion no and that's what people are afraid of with trump's two nominations i don't i don't think no i don't think so at all but it gets to a certain point yeah I think you do mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, oh my God, she's halfway through the pregnancy. Yeah. It gets, because you had that option a long time ago. You had time to think about it. I mean, I get it that it's a relatively quick process, nine months or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. So, but, but do you believe in the separation of church and state? Yeah. So you think that like at a certain point, and I'm not saying I believe this, this is just what's one of the ways I used to argue it. At a certain point, like you can push your beliefs on another because you believe, even though it's not scientifically proven at all, or any other way unproven, that that is a like there's a point where that is a human life and a life that has laws. Yeah, which is subject, which is subjective. It straight up is subjective. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not like I said. Like, I agree with you. Like I'm not a woman. I'm not gonna make that choice. Right. And I don't think any men should be involved in this decision. Like, let, let's let the woman vote on it. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I mean, it's her body. She should yeah. be able to do what she wants with it. And you tell you what, they will overwhelmingly vote to legalize abortion because it's going to happen no oh, matter what. I guarantee you it will. Just like I mean, gun laws. Like, you want to vote to uh, eliminate gun laws? It's still going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a rare pro-gun uh, liberal. Yeah. But You're pro-gun? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm pro gun, but I'm against take like legalizing Taking away guns. guns. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think maybe maybe don't have uh, AK. Oh, or, you mean or, the uh, AR fifteens? Yeah. But you know, I I don't want to ever take away Americans' right to have guns. Right. Because we don't live in the like. There are some there are some countries where that works. Mm-hmm. America is too big for that. We have Clearly. so. You go to Michigan, you go to Florida, you go to California, you go to o- or to Oklahoma. Everything is so different in each of those. We like have a bunch of different countries in one. Yeah, that's true. But we didn't talk about shit that we were planning to talk about, which is why I told you, don't is worry it over about already? the. It's over already. Oh my god, I made it through. <laughs> I think that last political segment though is probably uh, it's just tune out. <laughs> No, I think it was good. <laughs> it, it was it was a lot about just us trying to understand each other, and yeah. I like that. That's what yeah. the point of this podcast is. It brings us closer together. <laughs> uh, Bergie Boy, anything you want to promote or any anything you want people to follow you um, on? 
you know, if you really want to... No. <laughs> to be honest, no. <laughs> okay, well, follow me at Nick Wagella on Twitter, at N Wagella on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Apple Podcasts at Split Six Media. And um, remember... It's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying to you than it is for them to listen to what you are saying to them. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week, everybody. Later, Bert. Later, Nick. <laughs>